Most bankers aren't ready to help you until after their third cup of coffee. But with Central National Bank's after-hours service, you don't have to wait for the bank lobby to open to get help. You can contact us from 6 to 8.30 in the morning or from 5 to 10 in the evening, and we'll connect you to a real, live, local person who can answer questions and fix problems seven days a week. Bank different. Bank central. Central National Bank. Member FDIC. With threats to our nation waiting around every corner, adaptability is more important than ever. When conditions change without notice, quick strategic thinking is crucial. And with obstacles consistently impending, determination is essential in overcoming them. It's this willingness, decisiveness, and resilience that sets Marines apart. With our fighting spirit, we don't just fight battles. We win them. Marines are the constant our nation counts on to fight the unknown. And through adaptable problem solving, we do just that. Learn more at Marines.com. This is a Rogue Media Network podcast. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. What's the first thing you'd do if you had an extra hour in your day? Go for a run, take a nap, read a book, show up for a friend. A lot of us spend our lives wishing we had more time. The question is, time for what? If time was unlimited, how would you use it? The best way to squeeze that special thing into your schedule is to know what's important to you and make it a priority. Therapy can help you find out what matters to you, so you can do more of it. Therapy is helpful for learning positive coping skills and how to set boundaries. It empowers you to be the best version of yourself. It isn't just for those who've experienced major trauma. If you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online, designed to be convenient, flexible, and suited to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Learn to make time for what makes you happy with BetterHelp. Visit BetterHelp.com 365 today to get 10% off your first month. That's BetterHelp, H-E-L-P dot com slash 365. This is 365 Sports, powered by Sikkim365.com. Randy Peterson, Des Moines Register, joins us on 365 Sports. And uh, we will get into basketball because Iowa State's got one hell of a team. Randy, thank you. How much was the loss of Shieldhouse uh, to Iowa State? I know they made Mauser. He's now the offensive coordinator. But how much of that was kind of at least a little bit of a gut check? Um, I, I, I don't know about a gut check, but it was, it was, um, maybe a little bit, but it's, it's, it's the fact that, that Shieldhouse will be back in college, in college football at some point, being a head coach someplace. He's been at Iowa state. Um, he was an offensive coordinator. He turned, he turned a horrible offense. You and I could play better offense than, than what Iowa State did at sometimes this year. Um, um, turned a horrible offense into a, a decent offense, a pretty good offense, actually. Freshman All-American quarterback, an outstanding running back. Um, now he's going to the NFL, and he I guarantee you he'll be back in college ball sometime as a head coach. He's just, you know, what's the word, a princess or something? I don't know what that word is. <laughs> but, uh, um, yeah, it's good. But as far as, as, far as hiring Mauser – Wow, that one, that one kind of surprised me because it's not a traditional path for a for a tight end coach to go to offensive coordinator. But nonetheless, Mouse Mauser Mouse we call him Mouse Mouse has been around um, um, Matt Campbell throughout his coach throughout his coaching career. So if anybody knows Matt Campbell's offense, it's uh, it's it's Mauser, 
And Mauser knows the players, obviously, because he coaches on, the, on that side of the ball. And realistically, realistically, the his primary job this year is just not to screw it up because it's a it's going to be a good offense again. Um, just just don't mess it up. Um, and I don't think he will. I don't think he'll try to overthink things and reinvent the wheel or um, or whatever. But uh, um, what it showed to me was was um, that. Number one is Matt Campbell's every given given every opportunity. Matt Campbell's going to lean on being loyal um, to his people, which this was a case of that. And number two, Matt Campbell's still got a still got his fingers on the offense, and and he always you know we'd always suspected that um, um, that he did, and all the play calling goes through him, and um, it's uh, it's probably going to keep up like that for a while I would think so all in all it's, it's a it's a good move for Mauser uh, or it's a good move for Shieldhouse good move for Mauser um and like I said if he does if he just if he doesn't just screw it up but I say that you know half-heartedly I mean Mauser knows what I not think um if he if you know if he just stays out of, stays out of the way and lets him play offense um <laughs> Iowa State could be pretty good offense again well how much of this uh is for continuity because they do have so many guys, especially that's yeah. the ball back. Yeah, it is. It, it is. It's a lot of it's got to be for continuity. Now we haven't talked to Campbell. Um, I texted him a couple of times, and I've not talked to Mauser. But yeah, I mean, the, getting somebody in there that knows the, that knows the offense, you get knows the players. Number one, yeah, that's that's good. Um, Mauser he he coaches tight ends, and Iowa Iowa State has had good tight ends: Chase Allen, Charlie Kolar, um, and, and right now they've got a. You know, an all-American to be in Ben Bramer, who's a true freshman last year, and he was darn good. I mean, this he'll be playing in the NFL at some point. So, yeah, he's he's he knows what's going on with those guys. He knows the players, not just at the tight ends, but he knows all the positions, all the players on 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 the offense, and they know him. Um, so it's the learning curve is not going to be as steep as as what it what it could be if you bring somebody in from the outside. So he'll. He'll hit the ground running, or I'm sure he has been hitting the ground running. They start spring ball in a couple of weeks, um, and their spring game game use that word loosely. Their their final spring practice in the stadium will be April 20th. So, the um, Mauser's got all summer, all summer to work with the guys also. So, um, yeah, but continuity I'm sure had a huge played a huge part in it as well. Randy, what's uh, sort of the discourse? We haven't checked in on Iowa State in a little while, but uh, what's the the talk about Rocco Beck after what he showed last season? It's off the charts wonderful. I mean, Iowa State <laughs> fans are Iowa State fans. You know, they they um, they get excited about about things like this, and they're excited about they're excited about Rocco. They're excited about the receivers. Um, all the receivers are back. Essentially, all the primary all the primary players are back on offense. I mean, that includes the, most of the most of the um, the offensive linemen have started. So, um, but yeah, there's there's buzz around around Rocco, and he's been very active in the community um, this uh, this off season. I've seen him around at, at various functions. So, um, yeah, he's he's a good guy. Um, he um, um, he keeps his nose clean, and that's that's what Iowa State people. That's what Iowa State fans like. They appreciate that, and the fact that he's a that he's had a wonderful freshman season. Oh, by the way, that's just adds to it. Um, um, so yeah, Iowa, Iowa State fans are are, are 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 pumped up about about football more so this year than I 
this spring than I than I've seen um, in the past. But but now they're equally or pumped up even more right now for for basketball also. So I mean it, it's uh, if you're an Iowa State fan, it's it's a it's you're enjoying you're enjoying this spring or this spring. It's 80 degrees today. You're enjoying whatever this is fall uh, winter spring. I don't know what it is. It's, um, it's, you're enjoying this time of year. <laughs> it's winter time, but it's the spring semester. I've always kind of wondered about yeah, that. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And it's 80 degrees here in Des Moines today. Uh, in, in Des Moines. So well, speaking of hot. It's probably 100 down there, but yeah. Well, the Cyclones are red hot, ranked in the top, what, number uh, yeah. eight? And then obviously right behind Houston, who had the dramatic win in Waco yeah. on Saturday. And, and uh, they're just so explosive, but they're better than that, aren't they, Randy? They're not just a team that can score. They're really, really a solid team from uh, pretty much every part of the game. Dude, I covered, I've been covering Iowa State for a long time, as you know. And I remember back in the days when, God love him, Johnny Orr was coaching. I mean, God love Johnny. His teams were getting, his teams would score 95 to 100 points. And if they got beat, they'd, he'd say, woo-wee, we put up a lot of points today, didn't we? Mm-hmm. They'd get beat, but fans, but fans wanted to see points back then. And so that's kind of the way I was brought up covering Iowa State. And it, it continued that way with, with um, you know, for a while, and and then and then um, with Eustacey coming in and Tim Floyd, they started they started putting some emphasis on defense, and then Hoiberg and Hoiberg didn't know a zone from a from a man to man. I mean, I say that affectionately, but I mean, he um, they didn't they went back to playing offense then. But TJ right now, they're they're playing their defense is off the charts. I mean, it is absolutely off the charts in the last. Here's an example. I just looked this up. In the last 16 games, 16 home games, in the last 16 home games, or 16 and 0 this year at home, in every home game, the opposition, sure, there's, there, were, there, there were nine patsies to start the season. Everybody plays those. But in 16 games, in the Iowa State opponents have either turned the ball over or missed a shot or had a block shot on their first possession. That's, Iowa State is just is just in your face defense from the from the tip and they play it towards the end. Now maybe sometimes they'll have a they'll have a clunker like I think Saturday was against West Virginia. That was kind of a wake up call to Iowa State, but they, they didn't play well. They won. Um but nonetheless, uh, it was closer than, than what a lot of people would think. But this defense is, is just I mean they're trapping all over the floor. I mean they're it's um they're forcing turnovers. It, it's uh, um so it's more of an all-around team than I've than I've seen in a in a long, long time. Even more so than the Sweet 16 team in TJ's first year, after inheriting inheriting that two and 22 debacle. Um, um, yeah, it's more of a it's more of a versatile team, and they've got six different guys have led the team in scoring this year. So um, it's a it's an all-around team. So it, it's it's I think they're pretty good. The down the stretch is Oklahoma, who's been a little up and down in the last couple of weeks. BYU is coming off, uh, you know, a, a pretty good week. UCF and, and Kansas State are both kind of, you know, trying to figure out who they are at the end of the season. But uh, they, as far as schedule goes, now look, no night is easy in the Big 12. But do you think they kind of lucked out uh, for the last four as they head into the Big 12 tournament uh, relatively? Oh, without question. Iowa State's, among the five contenders, Iowa State's got the, the best path. To um, for the, to finish out, I'm not I'm not certain Houston's going to get beat, um, but Iowa State's got the, got the got the the best path throughout. Just like you said, Iowa State 
the the, uh, I, the two home games that Iowa State has, Oklahoma on Wednesday and BYU whenever a week from Wednesday, Iowa State lost those games on the road. So there's moment there's a momentum factor there, and Iowa State did not play particularly well in either one of them, especially the OU game. So yeah, I think Iowa State Iowa State got uh, um, a, a, a good. Uh, a good closing schedule. I mean, in, in years past, Iowa State has kind of melted down the last six or seven games. I, I Certainly, that's not going to happen this year. I'd be shocked if that uh, if that happened this year. And, and, you know, Iowa State almost won it at, uh, at Baylor whenever that game was oh, a yeah. while back. Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, so um, it's um, – yeah, I, I, this, team can, this team's been um, – is very resilient – in, in everything um, it does, and I could I could certainly see them being a a one or a two seed in the in the Big Twelve tournament and a two seed a three seed if if the wheels don't fall off in the NCAA tournament. Now I don't know about about fans down there, but up here fans up here are just now are, are starting to get in tune to the fact that oh my gosh, there's an NCAA regional in Omaha, which is Whoa. two and a half hours. From campus, oh my gosh! There's a campus and region, and there's a regional in Omaha. Let's see now. What's Iowa State need to do to get there? It's just, it, they've got a good shot because of the priority seating. Now, I've seen, um, you know, I, it's complicated. You know, this the whole the whole seating process is complicated. But Iowa State fans are kind of looking forward to playing to playing in Omaha, which is such an easy drive um, over there. But uh, I guess we'll have to wait and see that one. Randy, one more question from uh, Canelio in the chat about J.J. Cole, former Elite 11 quarterback, and, uh, and and he's sitting behind Beck. But what kind of player he could be? Obviously, it's Beck's job, but what, what they expect from Cole? It's a great question. We talked about that. Um, Travis Hines, who cover, also covers Iowa State, we talked about that, on, about that on a podcast today. J.J. Cole came to Iowa State as a four-star. He's a, he's a true freshman last year. Um Six seven to twenty twenty five whatever quarterback. Um, he, I don't know what I don't know how much he can play. If Rocco, unless Rocco something happens to Rocco, he's um, he's talented. He's very talented. I saw him play multiple times in in, in high school. He got in a few times, um, very few times last season. He, he did what true freshmen do um you know you don't play very much or you make mistakes and you look a little raw or a little raw out there but uh um this is a very important spring ball for him um, extremely important Rocco Beck made huge improvements over his over his um true freshman year to what would this have been this year his his red his red shirt freshman year and he had to um because of 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 you know everything going on off the field, and and uh, um, he had to. Now, if 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 JJ Cole can make that same um, progression between what would be his true freshman year and redshirt freshman year, there could be a nice battle on a quarterback competition on their on Iowa State's hands. So um, it'd be interesting to see. That's I think that's the one of the major storylines as far as Iowa State spring football is concerned is is the backup quarterback situation. And where does J.J. fit? And in this day of, mm-hmm. of, of free agency, what does that mean? Who knows? Randy, good stuff, man. Glad we got you on. Randy Peterson, Des Moines Register on Iowa State football. 
This has been a Rogue Media Network production. <laughs>